Bigger than Capes. Give me some silence. Hello, welcome to Bigger Than Capes. This is our February 2022 Indie Comics Roundup, and I'm joined by Matt and Will, collectively Bigger Than Capes. Angela's not with us this week because... She's just a bit of scheduling conflicts. She, you know, she's too important to hang out with us now. (laughs) Yeah, you know, different time zones and all that couldn't be with us at the same. Ambassadors of dignitaries to see. Yeah, her international jet setter lifestyles finally got the yeah, better. It's of catching that. up with it's catching <laughs> up with us. Um, so how are you guys? Um, I'm great. Like my one of my favorite mangas is finally, 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 finally after like nearly twenty years, um, since it finished, uh, like getting an official english language release uh and that is ykk or like as it's known like yokohama kai dash or something uh but it translates well roughly as like yokohama shopping log uh and it's about an android uh who runs a cafe uh during like humanity's kind of quiet years as it's as the world is kind of coming to a close for humanity because of climate, uh, a climate, like a, an unspecified climate disaster some uh, years back. Um, and it's the most, it's such a cosy, like slice of life kind of uh, manga that, that gives you so many questions and never answers any of them. If it's, it's like Seinfeld it's a manga about nothing um and i love it and i'm so so pleased everyone please buy it so they have to keep putting out the rest of it <laughs> that is how it works <clears throat> it's it sounds a little frustrating i'll be honest what the manga the book, the, yeah it gives you <laughs> quest- questions and no answers it's what's great about it honestly um it gives you some i should say like there's some but it's more about like making you think about it and making you ponder the questions rather than answers. And it, it's very much a, yeah, real life doesn't always have cozy things mm-hmm. where you know why things happen or the things that you want to happen actually happen. Like, but I like escapism. There's literally like, there's they, they they have a gun early on that gun is never fired they they do the they they ignore Chekhov. yeah actually no Chekhov it is fired it is fired it is never fired at anything other than maybe a <laughs> sign as a target um otherwise yeah i'm fine thanks Zach. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> i am I'm, I'm relatively fine yeah Relatively. Relatively fine. In the uh, grand scheme of things. Yeah, not, not a lot to report, really. Um, slight comic news. I mean, 
is comic news. It's not slight, it's just is comic news. Um, Valiant have announced new books, because this is, of course, the 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 next in a sequence of the Summers of Valiance. I'm, I'm sure you're, you're yeah. both well aware. The latest, yeah. Um, we're getting new Bloodshot, we're getting new Exo, and we're getting more Shadow Man on top of Shadow Man and the kind of dead side war we're heading into in uh, the Book of Shadows, which I'm sure we all remember fondly from, didn't it happen at DC in like 10 years ago? And wasn't it also <laughs> a element in Charmed? I think it was the, the book in Charmed was the Book of Shadows, right? I got nothing I for you. I watched Charmed. That does not sound true. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? I seem like a person who would probably have watched a lot of Charmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ch- Ch- Charmed Wiki confirms. Good. Good. Um, uh, I didn't realise Shadow Man had become so popular to warrant this many books. That's it? <laughs> the, sh- the shock in your voice says it all. Um, I think basically Cullen Bunn's kind of Shadow Man run and Punk Mambo Mini have kind of uh, are coming together right now. And yeah, the next big event's going to be the Dead Side War. And then, yeah, we're kind of going full onto the supernatural side, which is something Valiant dabble with, but they always seem to be like, you know what this supernatural story arc needs? Ninjack. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or it's, it always seems to be let's chuck some ninjak at it or eternal yeah. warrior or something that ninjak does like to just show up mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong it's still early days there is yeah. still time for the inevitable colin king to <laughs> the cameo seemingly the shadow man's only friend unlike the uh, valiant universe web series where everyone was mates with shadow man <laughs> yeah. just get him on the blower you know? yeah you're yeah yeah I remember that now. <laughs> that was some time ago. He's always I there to resolve a plot time. point. Yeah. Do some magic, make it right. But more importantly, Arch and Armstrong are also getting a new book. Um, I don't think we've got any further details on that. No, we've just got a cover image. It's just a cover, yeah. Well, you know. I'd really, I'd really like for this to lead to another delinquence. Yes, I, don't, I think that yeah. has, that's a series that could do with a revival. Yeah, just like another mini. Mm-hmm. Cullen Bun like, written a kind of Shadow yeah. Man in place of Quantum and Woody. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah, Shadow Man, Doctor Mirage uh, versus Ninjak and Livewire in a deadly serious techno magic. Yeah, so, super feud. Dug yourself a hole there, Will, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, real deep one. <laughs> It's shit times in the world, especially at the moment. So good news like this is great to get. Yeah, it's it's nice to like, have new value after have, a bit like, of a quiet year. It's nice to have mm. distractions right now. Very much. Um, I agree. Speaking of distractions, <laughs> uh, this isn't indie comics related, so apologies. But has anyone else watched Hit Monkey? I've not yet. I haven't. Uh, I don't have Disney Plus. Well, obviously get it and watch it, Monkey Matt. Come on. Is it well worth my time? I really liked it. I think we've slammed through it in like a week. So it's like Archer as a ghost 
but with a monkey. Do you remember <laughs> when, like, or when when they were like about guns. fifty, about ten or fifteen years ago? They were like, "Hey, like this, the new big character coming to Marvel Comics, Hitman Monkey," and it was like, and then it like had a couple of issues, and no one paid any attention. Yeah, because I, I, I looked into at this because I was like, I remember the like. You're going to get some Hitmonkey. I think it was 2010, and it was like de- when Daniel Way was doing Deadpool. It was it was a Daniel Way creation that was online and then printed and then successful. And then no one's talked about Hitmonkey until they made a TV series out of it. So I guess. Yeah, I've all, got to say, I've never, never heard of Hitmonkey until this series came about. So it's, it's new for me. Maybe, you know, it, that, I'm sure that's how everyone felt about the Eternals. So, <laughs> uh, it's exactly like the Eternals, except with a assassin monkey, a hit monkey, if you will. Uh, <laughs> an assassin primate. What do you call that? Idea for a spin-off show. <laughs> assassin primates. Assassin chimp. <laughs> the evil, you know the evil side of that same coin. <laughs> Done. But yeah. Million dollars. I, I would recommend checking out Hitmonkey. Fair. I will, I, I will I give th- that a I watch. I think Will do. Will, will, I think, God, that's hard to do. I think Will will do. And I think Matt will completely forget about this conversation. What? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like, I've not watched anything that's been on D- Disney Plus. Uh, we'll get you around for a day, Clockwork Orange, you and yeah, get you through like, all of them. That'd be fine. <laughs> You've not seen all nine hours of Get Back yet? No, God. Jesus Christ. That's um, Like, if I wanted to, to watch, like, four people, like, slowly come to hate each other, I'd just watch the recordings of this podcast. True, it's a very similar experience. We are geniuses. Um, Genii. We are uh, referred to as the Beatles of podcasts. mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, not by people, but like... In the... Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, yeah, I thought I had something. (laughs) But, you know... I'm I'm not creative like a Beatle. (laughs) <laughs> I think we've got more in common with the Beatles and Powerpuff Girls than we've got in common with the actual Beatles in the real world. Oh, I love the Beatles episode. It's one of the best episodes. Just, of, yeah. Of a cartoon that's over 20 years old. <laughs> Should we do what we're here to do rather than Should make new references for. <laughs> yeah, for people who are probably not old enough to remember it anymore. <laughs> I like to think there's some old people that care. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if they'll listen to this podcast, but they're dying off. <laughs> um, right. So, um, should I get started with book number one? Hell yeah. Uh, book number one is Land of the Living Gods from Aftershock Comics. It's written by Isaac Mogajane. It The art is by Santos, and letters are by Dave Sharp. Um, full disclosure, just going to steal this blurb. So, 
set during the last days of humanity, uh, Land of the Living Gods follows Naledi, a teenage girl living in the deserted city of Johannesburg, who believes in a hidden land where the gods still reside. Hoping the gods may be able to restore the world to life, Naledi will head out into the unknown with little to hold on to but her faith and her magical plant. Well, Boyo, Bio, what did you come to as the pronunciation of the plant? Boyo? Bio? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't entirely sure, but... I think I said it differently every time I read it. Yeah, I think I'm in a similar place with that. So, make your own pronunciations. <laughs> That's the fun of comics. I think that this book is interesting. I think I found it... I think I found quite a lot of it quite successful. Um, but I didn't finish it with a big hook in me. Um really looking forward to find out exactly what was coming next mm. um it's a lot of world building i think early on or at least sort of gives insinuations towards the world without actually giving a lot of information but in doing so lacks a little bit of character building i think i don't really know who naledi is um yeah by the end by the end of the by the end of this issue mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair i think we get some yeah. some little hints but not a lot of information mm-hmm. and she is kind of the only character who we really spend that much time with other than the plant bio, bio i love the bio. plant I mean, any but sort not of not enough like, to say its name. Mm. Any any non-humanoid sort of uh, character is always a just always a win in it. Yeah, in See, but it's with, very like, pet or companion. It's very expressive, and yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but no, I like. It's nice to have like two like Afrofuturist. Uh, books this month because like mm-hmm. I mean spoilers. I shush um, I love like about like different cultures like spiritual and philosophical uh, beliefs and like I you know one of my mm, focuses that like when I was at university uh, was on like uh, like religious history, and uh, I still do some like studies in that sort of stuff now. Um, so, like, just any book that that really kind of like, especially in like a sci-fi setting as well, that really kind of works to integrate various cultures. Uh, like spiritual beliefs into it, I'll be kind of a sucker for. Um, so I really quite liked this. Um, I like. I don't know enough yet to know really sort of like whether things like whether the idea of like the land of the living gods or anything is like an actual real world uh belief um like i know about like um 
albino persecution um, in certain like uh, in in certain uh, cultures on the continent uh, and stuff like uh, which is something which hap- which is where sort of our cliffhanger um, mm. is uh, as with like as a, a character like a seemingly like a bounty hunter or like a bandit of some sort um, captures uh, Naledi um, to take to basically like harvest her uh, her body for like uh, regents for witches witchcraft yeah uh, and stuff um, it's like it's a it's a cool little like it's a cool little world and I just love the little pet owner kind of relationship but it's kind of between Naledi and uh, Boyo like it's quite a cool little one where like it's also acting as like a guide and watching a plant like point at a map mm. and stuff really makes <laughs> yeah, me smile quite amazing um and the kind of like the the sort of augury that's done by uh Ntate Malusi um is really cool and like the 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 colors used in that sequence it's like it's there's so much shadow um used that and like the 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 characters colors are very like as much as they are blacks they're purples Mm. and stuff like it's all of these dark shades kind of blending together but with just enough like different um, in them that you can make out that you can go like, oh, these are all, you know, that there are all of these different colours. It's really cool. Mm. I agree with you, though. I think the colouring is one of the more effective like aspects of the book, along with the art itself, like I think the the character design and stuff. I'm not sure I get quite enough of the overall world to get a grasp of yeah what the conditions are, but there's a point where, um, spoiler alert, she buries her mother yes and it goes through like four panels and the colors sort of show you a sunset into night time so everything is kind of a burnt orange a pink and then into kind of deep blues and purples and it's mm. a, yeah extremely effective sort of art um mm. and that's definitely the positives of the book i say i just kind of came off it a little bit um unattached i suppose i get that like yeah. it's it's a book that I think relies on you kind of buying the buying its promise mm-hmm. as much as it, it like because I think it's uh, I think it's a good first issue, um, but I can understand kind of struggling to find something to grasp onto. We don't so really know what the stakes are in terms of the living gods themselves there are immediate stakes of her you know running for her life and not being yeah body like not being hacked up into parts yeah um but in terms of the kind of the title of the book as you say the promise of it i can't, i don't know it's a very difficult line to tread in it i don't want everything to be over over explained like mm. up front on some mystery but yeah, I, I guess I want a little bit more of the the condition of the world and what it means to find these living gods or what it might 
mean. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah, we're told a little bit more that, of that might have just... We're told that it's a big sort of, like, that, you know, we're told the, the stakes are, like, for the living and the dead. But mm-hmm. what what's, what that means, yeah, is unclear. Just that Yeah, there's... and I think maybe, maybe a little more of that might have just, I don't know, got me a little bit more invested. Mm. Okay. But not a huge negative, really. Like I said, I think it looks uh, very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think the art is almost the strongest thing here. Um, I think Santos's style is kind of similar to Sophie Campbell's at times, which... Yeah, that's... That, I was trying to appeals place to me. it. <laughs> I was trying to place it. And it's, I yeah, think it's not all the time. It comes and goes. But. No. But, like, occasionally you get it just in the faces. Yeah, more than anything else. And, like, the, the shape, like, the body shapes, like, the way that they move mm. is really quite, like, yeah, Sophie Campbell. Yeah, Which, actually. Yeah, definitely a good I, thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't clock it immediately, but you, you are spot on with that. Um. I am curious as to where this is going to go, but I, I mean, I, it's not, it feels like the kind of story we do get quite frequently, the kind of search for whatever, you know? Yeah. Gods, elder beings, whatever type of, like Swamp Thing looking for the Parliament of Trees, or don't know why Swamp Thing's always the first place I go, but... Here we are. But I, I feel like there's still potential to do interesting things with that and take yeah. it in a different direction. I think that seeing it with different... Like, we, 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 you're 100% right. We've seen, like, the base elements of this, uh, of this story, like, 100 times. But I think that the cultural differences, like the... Yeah. Like, the, the cultural trappings... And exploration of like the of, of the various concepts that come with those are what could make this very interesting. Definitely. And I think it says a lot that I think this is the first time we've kind of done this with I don't know, an, an African cultural well, that we've, backdrop. That we've seen. Yeah, at or, least or, or at least it feels like within American comics, it feels like I mean, that's, it could be our own ignorance on it, honestly, but, like... Yeah. I've read some other, like, Afrofuturist stuff, mm. um, but this... I, I liked this one quite a bit. Cool plan. Yeah? <laughs> cool plan. <laughs> cool plan. Shall we move on to the next book? Mm-hmm. Indeed we shall. So, this month we decided to do a, like, uh, a manga... And we are doing The World of Summoning, uh, the first chapter of that by uh, Yuki Kodama. Um, basically, the the high concept uh, for the book is the is the idea that, like, all of a sudden, uh, into the real, just the regular world, um, just strange. Uh, strange like beings and items and such like and places even start to be brought through at random 
um, to our world. Um, and over time, it seems like people have developed the ability to kind of do that at, like, with practice at will as well. And theoretically, this kind of, you're like, oh, does this lead to like a, a post-scarcity uh, utopia? And it's like, probably not, because uh, people are pricks. Um, and there's this whole concept of of like worldview, which is a kind of, which is kind of consensus view on the world and like the presence of particularly strong or like strange creatures and items and such uh, can change that worldview and create distortions in our reality. And sorcerers are people who deal with those and have the ability to call things through. Um, and our main character is a boy called uh, Takoyo uh, who uh, lives with uh, creatures down uh, below uh, down below Tokyo uh, in the fantasy district, which I kind of love as a phrase, just being able to <laughs> uh, to say like, oh yeah, it's in the fantasy district where creatures who are stuck in our reality but haven't kind of been accepted into the consensus view um, of the world have to live outside of uh, outside of like human notice. Um, I really liked the high concept of this. Mm. It's and I always appreciate a shonen manga that seems like it's probably going to be a mixture of comedy and like battle manga mm-hmm. that has a protagonist whose distinguishing uh, characteristic is uh, and like drive is actually compassion, e- even for enemies. Like I appreciate that. And I appreciate like kinder manga in that regard, like battle mm-hmm. manga that has kindness kind of to it. That's what I connected uh, with uh, regarding Demon Slayer, I like. I'm not. I I quite liked Demon Slayer quite a bit because it was kind of all about compassion and and kindness, and whilst also not denying that you can have those things whilst still harboring real hate as well. Like, or not hatred, but anim- animosity that you can still have those things whilst having animosity towards someone that whilst doing something that, you know, whilst fighting someone, you can do so in like a way that is caring and stuff. Like, so this, this has that, like our main character is kind of driven because he, you know, living with these creatures outside the worldview, he just wants to give them the things that they miss from their homes and I find that really sweet and quite endearing. I like. I didn't love this because it's a fairly standard, like shonen manga opening, uh, like opening chapter. It yeah. gives us a little bit of our character, what makes them stand out, tells us a little bit about the world, um, and establishes what our characters 
main goal is going to be. It's, you know, it's, I'm going to become king of the pirates. I'm going to become the best ninja boy. All that sort of stuff. Like, and this is, you know, like, I'm going to become a summoner so that I can give these people, like these creatures, what they miss. Because I have compassion for them. Like, I love them. I liked the high concept more than that. And I actually think that this could go to some interesting places when we learn more about the world and about like the human side of it. Mm. Um, because like the, the fantasy district seems to be like semi sort of slums. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what the sort of status of daily life is like for people as well. Like this could theoretically, like I was saying, be a post-scarcity world once you have the ability to just pull things that are needed through, like, you know, it's it's potentially the replicator from Star Trek. Mm. Like, you know, as long as you don't care where it's coming from, you've got access to whatever you need. Really interested to see where it goes. Wasn't blown away by it, but I think that's fairly kind of standard for a first chapter in a in in a manga yeah like this sort well i mean i completely agree with your sentiment to be honest like i think the high concept felt new and uh, like really interesting and full of potential but it's going to take time to build and yeah and ultimately this ends up being a very standard yeah shown an issue i did like I did like some of the creatures' designs, though, and seeing like them talking like regular people whilst having, like, and and talking in slang and stuff, whilst just having like a weird body where like, oh, it's a tiny weird bird um, that's just like talking in weird slang and stuff <laughs> at me, and his grandpa's like, like a little float and his grandpa's a little floating squid and stuff, and like <laughs> all sorts of stuff like that. I yeah like. But yeah, it it needs time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, no, I I do agree. I think it's like a lot of mangas. It has very kind of slow start. <laughs> slow start that is kind of instantly familiar. I think because yeah. so many mangas start with a similar kind of energy to them, mm-hmm. um, oh, especially like shonen. Like, yeah, which I guess is good because it means it, yeah, it means it does feel instantly kind of familiar, no matter yeah. which shonen it is. There's normally a sense of like, yeah, I know this world is what this world is going to be like and where this is going to go. I mean, don't wrong, there are mangas that take massive turns from that. Oh, yeah, um, and like, usually when they decide, like, a few, like, you know, a volume or two in, like, and here's what's really actually the story going. The story is going yeah. to be. Here's the real. That's plot. that's cool. Yeah, and it, that could be the case here. This could take all kinds of turns. We do get, whilst it starts quite nice, we see that one of the other summoners is kind of a dick, and yeah, there's potential and, for and this to take that a might turn. be the rival. Yeah, yeah, and I think that the the, the view from the human world of what the fancy district is. Yeah. is clearly warped and through the eyes of um and, Tokoyo, and you know sorry, you, you see that the that the 
human world point of view is heavily coloured by their you know mm. world view. Yeah. There's and but there is fun kind of stuff in there about like how it's affecting like pop culture mm. and stuff like with people with like the ones that have been adopted into what into their worldview like into the consensus being mm. like you know people fashionably like dressing up as them like oh cat like cat girls actually exist now so of course like certain like you know teenagers are going to pretend to be like cat people and like there's a thriving kind of musical culture mm. um coming from from it uh and stuff in like the magazines that it's talking about like you know it's that sort of stuff like thinking about that is is cool like and i want to see more of that sort of stuff but yeah i i just want to see more of it like we've said before mm-hmm. like this is a this is a book that i'm interested enough in to actually want to see more just because i like the high concept and yeah. the little bits of promise yeah. like the, the little yeah. bits that are kind of promised me in it i think yeah it's got a lot of potential and as you say it, it hints at the avenues it might take um expanded on that story it is an unfortunate that sort of manga of this nature sort of has to take this road and it often comes out a lot quicker as well as the thing as well so like uh and is you know like often like we'll have an end point and a start point planned out but not but not necessarily sure how long it's going to take to get Mm. there and Mm. some of that will depend on whether they can keep being published but you know so i just hope that it gets long enough for me to actually see some of that promise um zach so (laughs) next book yes books the next one so this week i'm talking about new masters from image written by shobo koka with art by shuff koka um I'm going to take you a little bit from the kind of about the world section at the end of this and throw it in with my description. So this isn't actually told to you in the issue. Don't worry about it. Um, so basically in the early 21st century, um, the Hovian fleet, Jovian fleet. It means from Jupiter. Well, I'm doing it with a Spanish accent, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The it's, like, it's, it's almost like you never watched Martian Success in the Desk Go. Not even sure what that is. Um, <laughs> the Jovian fleet arrive in our solar system, bringing the Ark of Species, which uh, crashes down into Earth, as you do, and kind of radically changes Earth. Um, yeah, it upsets kind of the status quo in terms of like the, ma- the, like, the major economic uh yes. centers of the world um and, and we're told that there's kind of debris scattered across the earth and exotic fuels leaked into the soil um and the focus on kind of new york london paris shifts to more of a focus on uh hong kong mumbai uh lagos and morocco um yeah it's a good when i read stuff in it very real good at it which then leads to people kind of trying to find obsidian in places. 
uh, mining obsidian because it's the biggest export we have on earth all of a sudden and it's getting more and more dangerous to get and people are doing stupid things to try and get it like diving to ridiculously <laughs> deep yeah just yeah like levels and giving mind, themselves like just long... a little bit or getting the bends yeah um and they should it's the best radiohead album <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate that i made that joke um <laughs> so it was okay to begin with, our focus is on Ola and her kind of... Her robot friend. Robot pit droid lizard, uh, which I'm going to guess, this is a guess, is pronounced Asai? Asai? Yeah. Um, as they go hunting for Obsidian in an underground location that has is it has dead people in that that's, that's nice yeah is it like is it wreckage of like a of part of the ship i think it's, so yeah that was my assumption because the very first page is showing like two halves of a ship yeah and i think yeah. it details like her jump through the bulkhead and through, and then sort of jumps into the into the lower portion yeah fucking her robot arm yeah uh, the She's robot arm is night. pretty cool. Yeah, a misty night robot arm. Yeah, and like you can almost see like synthetic muscle. Yes, mm-hmm. but I, I quite I quite liked this. I quite liked the. I think it's always nice when we have a conscious shift away from America, and yeah. it's something we don't get a lot. So as much as anything, it's visually like really interesting one we're so used to seeing um like fashions mm. and architecture just from a like a western yeah um, typical american european yeah it's yeah. it's great to see like all this stuff to see like to see food to see mm. architecture to see like clothing it's awesome. I, I love that. And the MacGuffin of the series seems to be, as the, the sort of subtitle of the series, I had it and I've misplaced the page. Looking forward to Matt approaching a word that's got four accents in it. The Eye of Orun Miller, maybe, or Orun Miller, or Orun Mia. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't settle on one. There's too many accents for my brain to... It's, yeah, which is like um, some sort of uh, computer, like data bank, mm. um, that holds, yeah, like f- just thousands of years um, of 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 history and knowledge and schematics um, that is by itself a like a, a world changing artifact like and understandably so it's not one of these things where it in itself is power like which i appreciate it's not one of these ones where it's like oh it's like the it's it's specifically just like you know it's a, it's a weapon or anything no it's mm-hmm. like no it's a library yeah like it's not just a weapon. It's it's a library of weapons. It's a library of medicine. It's 
history it's everything it has the chance to change everything we kind of know about the world or think we know um and potentially like to get us out of uh reliance on you know obsidian being like the only thing that earth has um to compete in this like uh in in this interplanetary market Mm. um and yeah like i i i just i loved this book um like blame it on me being like a world building person but just seeing everything that's that's going on um with it and the variety of like of like the 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 variety of 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 clothing and the way that like you know you you can clearly see that people are from you know that that people are from different backgrounds Mm. um by what do they wear on their head what do they how do they trim facial hair all this sort of stuff like you know things that are like various cultural practices Mm. uh and tied into like what what is a what is a man what is a woman like all of these things like that it's it's so cool seeing like I really like that, you know, it creates its own, like, dialect that's based on, like, very, you know, that, that clearly brings over things from, um, you know, from various dialects, from various, like, slangs, and, like, amalgamates them into this new sort of pidgin um, that, like, Everyone kind of speaks. Everyone kind of speaks it slightly differently, mm. um, and you know you can tell when the when you know the the upper class people are speaking. Like you know they speak in what's a a you know like a a, a more sort of yeah a more formal mm-hmm. um, language that's you know quite quite distinct. Um, it's a really well thought out book. I cannot wait for more of this. I loved it. I I agree. I think this is a really strong first issue. I think one of my complaints would be that it is pretty dense. I think there's a lot of information in it. It fits in so much in 30, like 32 pages. Yeah. And Whilst I'm okay with there being a lot of information, I think I hope I hope that that kind of gets expanded on rather mm-hmm. than just dumping it and going pick through that yourself. We're going to get on with it. I, I think yeah. it would be nice to have something to back up some of the ideas, and I like that we're kind of jumping all over the place with different ideas going on. It kind of feels similar in a way to stuff like. Um, that Netflix show. I got this. Totally got this. Arcane. Arcane Mm, kind of gives you different perspectives. Uh, So you see the same events from opposite sides. So here we're seeing kind of the Obsidian thing from the side of um, Ola, and then we're seeing it from the side of Governor... Uh, I've written it down somewhere, haven't I? Governor Ojima, we're kind of seeing her deal with it on like a... 
you know, official capacity. So we see the same ideas bounce back and forth, which is a good way of building the world and showing how important Obsidian is and how the Jovian fleet thing has been massive and affects everyone. Curious how it's all going to tie together in the grand scheme of things. I don't know if this is ongoing or limited. I feel like if it's limited, I think it's limited. I, I think that it, it 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 could be tough to to fit all of this into a limited series, but stranger things have happened. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I come in pretty similarly. Like, I don't, I don't think I absolutely love it, but I do think that. Um, like this world building is is its most successful element for me and the amount that it does get in the hints to things um just about how the world works um mm. as you've mentioned already like the change in perspective of which characters we're following um feel like somewhat disconnected but all of them i think also tell you quite a bit about that character and their world and their sort of interaction with it um undoubtedly they're all going to come together i got a feeling the, the characters later on might be ola's parents but that's just a guess yeah that was my assumption yeah i so but um Look it's six, to it's, this is one of six okay i guess i'm somewhere in between like i think the world building is quite good i agree there's a huge amount going on there i guess i wouldn't be overly disappointed if not everything is looked at in a great deal of depth yeah that's um, fair. i think not I everything get a, needs that not always no i think i get a good enough impression of this the sort of political landscape that this story is being told under um that you know like there are kind of these um community leaders that the 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 reyes the reese mm. family uh sort of approach with with some technology that they want to they want to use it'd be interesting to find out more about like their community but if that doesn't happen in six issues yeah that's okay i, you know, I can sort of work without that but i think it touched on a lot of different um areas of this world and all of them seem quite interesting yeah so i'm quite looking forward to seeing how it all comes together at 36 issues it does it gives itself a bit of space pages sorry christ 36 pages it gives itself quite a bit of room to breathe and i think it needs it but i think we've all agreed in the past that that can be quite good for a first issue when you need to really like lay that groundwork out um like it's definitely helped by having the uh by having like the the world of um, at the end, but I I get the feeling yes. that the hope is for this to um, be like a mini series that launches another mini series, yeah, um, and stuff with it having like the subtitle once you get in, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but like the um, Shobo and Shuff, like it's a um, creators for creators grant that funded this, mm. and I just really I want to explore this so much so i hope we get some more like hopefully like it won't be i won't have seen everything i want to see by the end of six issues and we'll 
get will desperately want more. Mm. That'd be good. So uh on to the last book. On to the last book. So unfortunately it's back to me again. Uh, the last book is Step by Bloody Step, published again by Image Comics. The story is by Cy Spurrier. The art is by Matthias Begara. The colours are by Matthias Lopez. And the graphic design is by Emma Price. Uh, ooh, what to say about this? This is the story of... Um, of girl child carried, and giant. <laughs> girl carried by giant. I mean, the actual back page probably gives the best synopsis. A girl wakes, she has no memories, no name, no language, nothing, except a giant. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Um, I had quite a sort of a flip, in my opinion, of this book. Uh, this is the longest of the ones we've read. I think this this week, this month, at forty eight pages, <clears throat> and I think for the first maybe ten or fifteen, I was thinking this doesn't really work as a silent comic for me. Yeah, um, mainly because it looks great. I think the art on it is is really nice for the most part, but it's also quite slow moving in its opening kind of gambit like so where do we get to yeah i mean we're up to (laughs) 22 pages before not more than that (laughs) about 25 pages before kind of anyone else is introduced other than those two characters Hmm. and through its kind of plodding nature i was sort of thinking how do you what's the story to tell here? Like, where do you go with this? And then sort of by the end, my opinion had flipped on it and some of the kind of twists and potential revelations, despite having no idea what, what's actually going on Hmm. was sort of interesting enough that by the end of it, I thought, I do want to see what, I do want to see what this kind of leads to and how this story, I assume it's all going to be silent. Um, I don't know if anyone's well, got it's, any input it's not on exactly that. fully silent. Is the thing there's there's a language yes. we don't understand. Yeah, but yeah, I for, for all purposes, like there's nothing to to read to read. <laughs> yeah, um, um, oddly enough, there's not even like on any on a matter here either, as such. I found. Mm. Yeah, that that's it's you don't realize how strange that is. Until it's missing. Yeah. Yeah. But as I say, there was, I don't know, something about the kind of the last few twists and turns. Yeah, I agree. Kind of sparked my interest in it. You get these kind of tall blue guys uh, who apparently are looking for girl slash giant. And I don't know, I guess what that means, where they come from their bizarre, like robo vulture that they ride around. Just hints at a, a, a much yeah, they, richer tapestry. I think. Yeah, those the blue people look like they're from like a Mobius comic. Mm. Um, like, and not just because they're blue, but also because of their clothes and stuff. They look very, very Mobius. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll agree. Like, I expected to be into this from the get go 
And I was a little surprised when I wasn't, but then glad, you know, happily surprised when I when I managed to find my way back in. Um and then read it again and go, okay. Like I you know, there's there's a fair bit of mystery to it, like what's actually going on here. Um, like the giant who you kind of think is a robot at first, or I did at first, like, mm. uh, until kind of later on when some stuff is revealed and like, I was like, Oh, it's, she's walking with some sort of robot. Um, and then, yeah, like when that happens, like, the that there's there's a lot kind of that i mean i almost said left unsaid um <laughs> in this but like everything's left unsaid um but there's like just cool little things watching this big big old suit of armor like sewing together tiny clothes like it was making dolls clothes um, for the girl from like wolf pelts, yeah. Um, to like it helping sort of this village by putting the girl's blood into the ground, which causes a like a dying like barren field. Um, all of the seeds to sprout, um, and the crops to start like producing, and um, it being you know like watching it like harvest um harvest like meat and skins from various things and it's stopping the girl from accepting anything from strangers Mm. it's there's a lot that you're just like okay like there's clearly things here and like the the nature of the creature inside the armor Mm -hmm. and what those what all of the horrible horrible looking things there actually mean and there's a moment with the the little girl sort of cuts her face yeah and the giant puts her blood into the ground yeah that's what i was saying about where it made the crops grow yeah and and then like towards the end of the comic you see it and they are like seven feet tall yeah so there's uh, it manages to um get in those elements of, of of plot and of intrigue um without yeah without saying anything yeah um uh, it needs those 48 pages because i say in the first yeah otherwise you wouldn't get anything from it it just felt a bit slow and particularly as i i i say it's an assumption but i think this series is going to be all like this yes Mm -hmm. It's a big risk to take. Like, it's quite bold, and I think doing a silent issue in the middle of a run. Um, oh yeah, like GI Joe, like Silent Interlude, or that issue of Sixth Gun. Uh, yeah, or like Pizza Dog. Oh yeah, what have you? Yeah, like you know, you can throw them in, and they're fun. Um, this is kind of risky, and you know, <laughs> it's uh, having a go at something a bit different. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's something we do see, but we normally kind of get it with like 
Um, I want to say it's by Sean Tam. The, is it The Arrival, where he did the kind of immigration story that's oh, entirely yeah. silent or like all or in so. languages that are just symbols so it can be like this is what it's like in a new place where you don't know anything so yeah i think it's weird to see it in something that's not like focused it's weird to see it in like a single issue kind of mm. project You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, overall good. A bit, sort of a bit of a surprise, I think. It's, it's almost weird to say about like it feeling slow to start when at the start is when you get like before we got really hooked into it is when all of the action is. Yes. It's weird to say that, but it is very true. Mm. I think that's something that you, I don't know. I guess action in comics is frequent and not always very good and it's not bad here at all not not at all but i i just mean that i think the things that truly get me into comics tends to be sort of like context and character and and plot you need to know why those wolves are having their heads cut off but that's just it is when the action is within a context and that can be just that it's this is sort of ludicrous comedy violence or it could be that it's the single punch of the kind of weak protagonist against the strong antagonist that whatever it is like that's much more endearing to me than just sort of fighting for the sake of fighting and i think the art throughout this is like is really really nice particularly when they first get out of the sort of snowy conditions and you start getting much more vivid colors and i think the action is drawn really good there are some quite funny bits where like this giant is fighting creatures while the little girl is just like tooling about in the woods Mm. and and that contrast of it just becoming such a norm of like okay you need to go and fight these like bat monsters again i'm just gonna go play with some sticks i thought it was quite amusing um but yeah weird that when you say it that like it is the action which actually is kind of just a bit of a drag (laughs) Yeah, just because you want to find out, like you say, the context. Mm. And like that's why going back later to the action when you can appreciate it a little more is kind of almost better in this one. Like yeah. and, and you can go, Oh yeah, no, the action's great. Like it looks fantastic mm-hmm. and stuff, and you can appreciate it, like say, so just a little bit more kind of now that you have just a tiny bit more context like we're still lacking so much yeah but it, you've got a little bit more and you've sort of got a slightly better understanding of the relationships agreed i think there's a kind of um scotty young jorge corona vibe with this like their uh, like middle west in kind of appearance um so i guess it's there's no dialogue there, so I guess it's more Jorge Corona than it is Scotty Young. Um, and also, and this is something that I think Matt's read, so let's let's find out. Um, the Imurian Tales Waterbringer story yes. is the kind of princess being yes, guarded more, around baby. The, you and me both. Um, so I think there's a similar kind of vibe to that. Yeah. Um, and it is real, real pretty. Yes, it, it is. It is not a Zach book. 
and that's that's all I'm going to say. I'm just for those reasons. For, and for <laughs> that reasons, I'm out. Um, no, I I knew both of you would like this because I know both of you. I as I say, like I'm a like I didn't like it right away. Neither did Will, but in the end, both <laughs> came around. Yeah. Um. Shall I don't know. we? Shall we go to our uh, final judgments? <laughs> which will live and which sure. will die? Yeah. Um, so Zach, you brought your business plan here. Uh, asking for twenty thousand for a ten percent uh, stake, and I've got to say, I'm out. <laughs> You've got me thinking about Dragon's Den, Zach. It's Duncan Ballantyne by the sounds of it. Yeah, he's specifically. I'm assuming you can't. I'm assuming you just can't remember the voice of anyone else on Dragon's Den. Theopathy. There's Theopathetus. I'm Debramedian, and I'm good. They're ten years into the past. Um, There's (laughs) Debramedian. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. I'm all about the OG dragons. Yeah, I don't know know the new ones. I would love to to try and speculate who's on current Dragon's Den, but I just don't know. No, I don't. Like. I, I know that Duncan Bannatyne left, and with him, so did my heart. <laughs> so it seems, like a massive, seems like a massive prick. <laughs> he could be a lovely bloke. You don't he know. Could. But much like Duncan Bannatyne, we've we've judged him, and we're now going to judge these comics. Much like Duncan Bannatyne, we're out of time. <laughs> we're um, out. Uh, um, delete that, please. <laughs> I'm gonna loop it and make it like it put like a dance beat behind it. I think. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? Bagsy, not me. Bagsy, really? We're doing Bagsy in 2021. Gosh. We'll say I it quickly before before Zach can. I think I know my order. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot into this because there's not a huge amount between them. Like I, no. none of these, none of these books were bad. None of them have really like struck a huge note with me, but there are there, all of them have a sort of level of potential. But in fourth place is going to be land of the living gods. I just got the least from it from a, a kind of character attachment point of view. Uh, third place is, um, world of summoners um again a really good premise but i need i I probably need a full volume to understand whether i like that book or not really um second place is step by bloody step um being in uh, yeah i had a bit of a roller coaster journey with that one and being all silent again it's sort of more interesting than it is like pure entertainment or pure amusing at this point, but there's definitely enough there to keep me going. And top spot is new masters, which I, uh, I hear Zach's comment. It is very dense. Yeah. But, um, for the most part, I like what I got from that. And I felt a real sense of place and time in the world. It was set in. Um, yep. That's it. That's my four. Zach. What's up? Um, I am I'm struggling to place these books, so <laughs> I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> um, for 
for me, I think is I think four is step by bloody step. I think it's a very pretty book. I think it is a good comic. It just doesn't tick any of the Zach boxes and And Zach loves having his boxes ticked. No, no turtles, am I right? <laughs> Completely turtleless as far as I can see. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I I think it's it's good, but it's not for me. And I think more fantasy orientated people will like it and more story driven than character driven people will dig it like you two nerds i think um, there's i think there's a fair bit of character in it there's some character in it like just the no character names or character no but it's there's a lot of character in 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 all in the expressions and stuff like in in action rather than dialogue yeah there's personality with that um it's just not got that, you know. No one says anything cool. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's not. It's not that Jeff Lemire kind of character work where everything is like, "Well, goddamn, you've done some character work." Yeah, it's. I get that. Yeah. Would you've looked. Would you've loved it if the very last page is the little girl saying, "Let's go kick some ass," and that's the only. Yeah, that's like, what was missing. Words. Yeah. <laughs> That, or if they'd started, like, you know, reminiscing about a hockey match they once went to, I think that would... <laughs> and how or, miserable or they all are. About, or being sad about, like, their dad being, like, an underwater welder. <laughs> Classic things that happen frequently in fantasy stories, providing they're written by <laughs> Jeff Lemire. <laughs> um, it's a regular Essex County over here. <laughs> uh, how have we not done an Essex County episode yet? I don't know. Just four Sorry, people crying about about like a ten year old book. <laughs> older, right? Essex County must be like yeah, over ten years old yeah, now. It's, it's old. much older than that. I think it's like fifteen, maybe more than that. Mm. And as always, Jeff, if you're listening, um, we'd love sure. to have you on to talk about Essex <laughs> County. Um, <laughs> sure, you're still promoting that. <laughs> it's getting a TV yeah. show, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Any yeah. any day now, other people might care. <laughs> Um, what was the point here? Three, right? Three, three yeah. Let's <laughs> hit you with a bit of a three, baby. Um, three, I think, is World of Summoning. I, I quite like the premise. I think it's a kind of good concept, and the cast of characters that are thrown at us, um, even though it's kind of standard, like shown and fodder to like throw you four or five characters, and then. Hope you'll come back next week. Um, I, I quite like the the same thing Matt said. I, th- I like the kindness of uh, Tokyo. And I think there's potential for that to be an interesting kind of foil to this quite... What, what looks like it could be quite a brutal world towards the more monstrous side of things that are getting summoned. I think it could be nice to see the, you know, happy-go-lucky kid show you what it's like on the other side of the tracks down in the fantasy districts. Such a great phrase to be able to say. Yeah. You just don't get to say it that often. And and now we do. Sweet. Um, so I think there's a niceness to it that ultimately appeals to me. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. 
I feel like there's a uh, there's a constant risk with anything that's like, and they're at school where it can fall into, yeah, to being just one of those. But it could stay interesting and on that ground, sweet. Um, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell. Two, I'm gonna go with uh, Land of the Living Gods. I quite like the art. Particularly, had a soft spot for after um, Naledi gets kind of collared by the bounty hunters, and then there's just that page with just run in giant letters. I think if if I can get a few moments like that every issue, I'll be there for that. Um, I'm hoping we we will get more character explanation because she has been left quite vague. I think the balance of trying to establish a character expand. Ex- establish a character establish a world and then establish the mystery of gods magic god plan is quite a heavy thing to do in like 20 something pages so there um and then for for first i'm I'm gonna go new masters i like it a lot i do think there is a lot to unpack but i think the art's good i think it's well written and it's a different future than we're used to seeing because much like Land of the Living Gods, I think the cultural um, influence is something that we don't get a lot of in American comics. And it's nice to kind of get a look at a future that isn't inspired by New York City and all the things we're always inspired by. I've been reading... um, undiscovered country which is the um scott snyder charles soul book about america goes dark for 30 years and all the characters in it or the bulk of the characters are all from the world outside of america and even in a comic populated by characters that are not american everything still ends up being about the united states Mm -hmm. so it's nice to have something here that's like not about the United States, and is legitimately not about the United States. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anybody, if anybody wants any continued reading, last year I read. Was it last year or the year before? Jalia from TKO, which is another like Afro futurist, yes, yeah, yeah, sort of book. And then there's um, essentially all of Unique Studios, which is yeah, of course, precisely what they do. Now being published by Dark Horse, I think. It is, yeah. Took over for Malika Volume Two, I think, and mm-hmm. then reprinted the first. And but they've got one of the others, particularly with uh, Comicsology shitting the bed recently. I think Unique Studios have a like um, online subscription service that's something like two yeah. ninety nine a month. Something silly, cheap. Yeah, and not that many books. Who was not that many books yet? Who but you know, reprinted Prince of Cats in the last couple of years. Mm, um, it got a reprint like recent as in like in the last three or four years everything I look into recently seems to have dark horse so let's not really image okay um but yeah that that's my part of my reasons for this being number one is it's just nice to see a future that is influenced by a culture that is one not our own and two not yeah. american 
mm-hmm. yeah, ton of like this cultural melange of like all various uh, cultures from the con- uh, from like the African continent. Yes, and yeah, like so. God, um, my top—I say top three. We've got four books. Um, four, three, and two are a real struggle for me to actually order. Unlike Will, I actually really liked just about like really liked just about everything this month. Like I say unlike Will, that's cool. But I mean it's like I actually have strong feelings this month. Uh and have found it really Sorry, hard. Really <laughs> my, hard to to rate. Are floppy. Um so I'm actually just because I really, really enjoyed it, but I think I'll enjoy it more later than I would right now. Like Will says, maybe a volume, give it a volume. Number four for me is going to be World of Summoning. Um, Really liked it. I think it has a lot of promise. Um, It just has the problem of being the first chapter of a new ongoing manga. Um, Which, yeah, is just that it it just has so much premise to establish. Mm. Um, But I think it's going to be really good uh, by the by just some of the hints that we're getting. And if it dedicates itself to exploring actually like what this stuff could mean, then I think it could be very, very good. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a four on just the strength of it as a, as a, as a chapter, it could have, and in another, in another month, it could have been a lot higher. Number three, I, oh my God, this is hard. I think might be step by bloody step. I really liked this, really liked it a lot. Um, especially later on in it, like we were saying, like, but I don't have quite enough yet. Mm. Um, so number two is, uh, land of the living gods. And then the one that was pretty much decided from the very start, the one that I knew as soon as I'd finished this was my book of the week was the new masters. Um, this book has so much promise. It's a good first issue for me as a, as a world building fan. And I am excited. Um, for more, I want to know, I want to know everything um about this um and just like it has yeah i i I, i'm really looking forward to more of this cool i agree i think that's a i think that was a it's a good book um we've all had pretty different different top four approaches yeah there's been some variety this week isn't always the case no and I think it comes from all of it being much of a muchness quality wise. Yeah. Like it would separate them on very, very fine margins. Yeah. I think that's true this month. 
it's yeah it's there's an interesting nothing month for comics there's definitely nothing there that i would have like been uncomfortable putting as like a number one in another month mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. in like a less tight month um yeah. but this was a tight month mm-hmm. uh so on that note any, anyone get anyone else no. anything else they want to add nothing nothing more just nope. like yeah. everyone out there look after yourselves yeah. and you know hard times uh going on talk to people um if you need to i hope we've been a good distraction and uh yeah just look after yourselves and be kind to one another yeah what he said Good. um as always check us out on uh, biggerthancapes.com and whatnot and we've got like 50 of these now, so, you know, if you're new, suffer through the last 50 episodes, too. <laughs> I promise I've always been this insufferable. <laughs> he really has. Guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have been Matt, Will and Zach, collectively bigger than capes, and will continue to be. And remember that comics are bigger, bigger, than, bigger than capes. Than capes. Oh.